0: My name is Nathan Gold. I hail from the San Francisco Bay Area and travel around the world coaching thousands of people for high-stakes speaking opportunities, especially when you can't afford to miss. Welcome to The Pitch Elevator, where people summarize their life's work in 60 seconds or less. Sometimes you really do only get one chance to make a first impression. Today's show is a Pitch Elevator Revisit, we had a chance to sit down again with Camilla from Savitude. If you haven't yet heard her episode, please go back and listen now. Three months ago, Camilla pitched her business Savitude to help people find better fitting clothes through better technology. She was nervous at first, and we didn't meet the real Camilla until partway through the pitch. Let's find out how her business has been developing since the pitch elevator. Let the Pitch Elevator begin.
1: Today, fashion brands ignore eight of nine women's body shapes and proportions when they design and manufacture clothing, and it's a $50 billion problem. To address all women, Savitude re-engineers diversity into the fit solution using visual recognition and machine learning. Rather than treat the problem at the point of sale, Savitude's approach is to solve the problem at the design and the collection building stage where 44% of the problem originates. I'm Camilla Olson, and I founded two predictive modeling companies with good exits. I went on to earn a master's in fashion design, and as I ran my e-commerce label, I realized the top three problems in the industry—returns, an hourglass focus— and a vacuum in understanding how to marry um, fashion uh, design with body shape, and so Sabitude was born by marrying these two fascinations of mine: fashion and predictive modeling.
0: What about traction? What's happened? Tell me about your pivot and how things have changed since the last time. Before I give you feedback on that, that was. Better. You gave me lots of credibility statements. I am still missing more proof points.
1: Proof
0: points. Like, don't you have some traction going on right now?
1: Well, indeed, actually. But you may not be able
0: to mention the names by names. I don't know yet, but...
1: Some names I can. Tell, um, me, tell me a
0: little bit about what... What's happened since the last pitch to this pitch in terms of traction? Because you, if I'm not mistaken, you had a pivot, didn't you? We had a major pivot. Talk to me about that.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Well, last time I was here, we got hung up in describing the pivot. So this time I wanted to ignore the pivot and okay. just be at the pivot. Um, and ignore where we were um, and be where we are.
0: I mean, that's a good thing to do.
1: So since we are here where we are, it's like we have been – we're now arrived in a river with a current. (laughs) I like that. So uh, things have been going much better for us. Um, We're in, what, two and a half accelerators and a development program with a major corporation. Plus I have a customer advisory board that's very active. We're in the NASDAQ Milestone Makers Accelerator Program, which has been tremendous. The WXR plus Verizon 5G Accelerator, which also has been tremendous. And we're observers in the Springboard uh, Accelerator in New York. Mm. So WXR got us introduced to Verizon and which they immediately – invited us into their development program with Samsung and 5G. And in two weeks, we are part of their showcase in 5G. So my engineers were in New York this week working with the Verizon engineers, transporting our technology onto the Samsung handheld device so that on the 22nd of October, we can show to the world our technology uh, that has never been described live
0: and what will they see can you describe it to me now obviously we're on we're on radio but can you describe yeah. it yeah
1: so what we can show are inspirational images that are with or without fashion in the images and about a minute 20 seconds later new designs new original designs will start appearing on the screen
0: Based on who's looking at it, that person will they will it be for that person or is it more of a demo?
1: Uh, it is based on what the inspiration was put in the machine in the oh. instrument, and that is the action. But built underneath that, the environment on which that is built is um, constraints for the brand DNA to keep the designer within the brand understanding. Mm-hmm the physical dimensions of their customer population so that they can serve all of their customer population and the current trends. Mm -hmm. So they can take the trends and put them on – the right people who can wear those trends mm-hmm. and then design freely in that environment without having to worry about all that other stuff that's automatically taken care of. It's a pretty exciting interface that we're building, and it's a major step forward uh, as an uh, aid for designers to design and for buyers to build their assortments uh, much more fully.
0: I love that you're going back, to this, in a way, to the source and starting at that mm-hmm. end of things to make it easier for the people that want to buy those products to be able to find something that fits them or to one day be able to order it specifically for them but not have to pay custom prices like you have to today.
1: Yeah. It is really exciting to see what we can do. Um, When we show it to people on our customer advisory board, they're very interested, very excited about it. And so we have some – Major companies talking with us about it, so it's, it's you know it's a river with a current.
0: I like that. Now, tell me a little bit more about these customer interactions you've been having. What is what's typically the response of these customer advisory people that you have? Like when they see it for the first time and they hear the, this new pivot and approach that you're using your technology for, how do they react?
1: It takes a while to understand what we're doing because it's a kind of a head twist. Um, fully it's complicated, but people are understanding it. And they're like, I need to go back and talk to people about this because they it's definitely resonating um, and it definitely solves a problem that people aren't solving. And we can save a lot of time and save a lot of money doing this, clearly.
0: So then the question that I have immediately is, if those people are going to tell their other people, what Mm -hmm. they heard you say, but yet it's a little bit complicated for them to understand it. Mm -hmm. How confident are you that they can carry your message Mm -hmm. internally and what do you hope that they say?
1: Well, yeah, that has been the issue is putting together the right paperwork, the right presentation to express what we're saying so we can say the pitch is one thing but putting that into the concrete here's what it is and here's what it looks like has been a real challenge because no one has done anything like this before and yes. you know we got to start but we're we now have things on paper that we can show people that's why we did the customer advisory board cuz we had to talk to people is this Will this work for you? Does this seem right? Mm -hmm. And every time we show it to someone, they really like it. Uh, So it's an iterative conversation. And for me, this has been really helpful because in our old iteration of the company, I was trying to sell a product and I was failing. Whereas now I'm consulting with people and solving a problem Mm. and I'm succeeding.
0: That's a major distinction that everybody listening needs to back up and play again because that right there, Camilla, is the secret between getting the right kind of feedback from the people you're talking to versus a head nod or a BS response, which is, hey, nice, that's good, come back, blah, 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 blah. So I hope that you continue down that path and that everybody listening realizes that that is one of the biggest changes in how your mindset is when you go out to talk to your customers or people that hopefully one day can give you the kind of input or advice to help you on your journey.
1: Yeah, right. It's true. I think one person on our advisory board started saying, well, I really want you to talk to designers about – this is the CEO of a big company – I want you to talk to our designers about this. And I said, why? What about? And she says, you know, about doing a demo. I said, wait a minute. I promised you I wouldn't sell. And she says, yeah, but I want to try this. And I'm like, I promise you. <laughs> She's like, no, we want to do this. I'm like, okay, okay. Right. So it's also because I'm talking to my people um, because I'm a designer too. and So it's an easier conversation for me to have.
0: Okay, But I I don't want to let this go because it's really important and Mm -hmm. I feel compelled to want to help you with this whether we get this solved right now or in the near future. But we still – you still haven't given me an answer that I feel other people can carry your word of mouth Mm. without the paperwork, without the slides, without five minutes to explain? So
1: the answer is that we can solve the problem at the source rather than treat the problem downstream. So we can solve the problem before it starts. And that's what we're able to do. So is and,
0: that the message that you're believing that these people will carry up to their yeah, yes. beautiful?
1: Yes, that's the message that we're giving. Okay. Yeah.
0: Then you have it. You have it. That's mm-hmm. That's great. Because the danger is that they can't re-explain it in a way that in just 30 seconds or even one sentence, but what you just did there is like right there. That's close.
1: And then they'll say, what do you do? How do you do that? And then we say, then we can do that.
0: That's perfect. If you say, before you go to the how, they should either know why you're doing it. And then of course, Mm -hmm. the next step in Simon Sinek's golden circle is how you do it. Mm -hmm. And then that's your application and all your technology and the 5G and everything. And then the what are the results which are coming as soon as people start implementing. Yeah, that's right. that's coming.
1: Right, right.
0: Well, that's so exciting. You have a wildly big smile on your face right now. It feels, like, uh, it feels like you've made a real jump and a real progress in the way you've been able to get traction from just people wanting to know more and inviting you into – accelerators. I mean, when you get invited into accelerators, most of them you're not paying to be in anyway. So there's a reason they want you there. It's more than just having yeah. another company. In this day and age, there's so many startups. So they're having to be very particular and specific about who they bring into the programs now. So some congratulations. I don't know how you keep things straight with two and a half accelerators, plus a business, plus, you know, wow, that's, that's a lot.
1: I'm getting a lot of good advice. All right.
0: What would you say is your best advice that you've gotten in the last couple of weeks that you, that has really helped you come to this point? Is there one thing in, in mind or a couple things you could share?
1: The hardest thing for me to do was realizing that I had to focus. We had – when I was here before, we had four products mm-hmm. and I was convinced we could do that. And so the first thing I did was – and I set about testing to see which baby was going to be the strongest – And in preparing for that test, naturally, they fell into two products. And then I realized I had to choose between these two. And one was treating the problem and one was solving the problem. And even before I tested, there was my answer. So while I said, you know, you have to focus on it, so preparing to do that testing, and if you rigorously prepare to do your testing right, you're going to get your answer before you test it if you're honest with yourself, because it was staring me in the face. It's like, this is what we have to do. Right. And then, you know, I had to convince our engineering team, and that was hard. But then, you know, you just share the facts with them. Um, and it was like, well, it's pretty darn convincing, Camilla. Um, so, you know, we all, we all agreed to jump to, in this direction.
0: Super great work there. As a leader, the whole word focus is on top of mind of so many investors. And and as you know, when you come to them with so many moving parts, they get nervous. Yeah. So it yes. sounds like you've been able to dial it back and really find that one thing you or two things you can focus on and make that a, a reality and learn along the way and shift yeah. along the way. That's super fantastic. I, I, I see you just beaming with all of this new stuff and I just can't wish you enough success and I can't wait to interview you again in perhaps another few months to see what's transpired, especially after that Samsung and Verizon. Oh boy, I bet that's going to be some video ops during that conference.
1: Yeah, that's going to be fun. We're looking forward to it.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much.
0: You're welcome. This is the final episode of season one. We'll have some bonus material on our website as well as pictures and video from the first season. This has been an incredible experience for me and I hope it has been one for you as well. After a successful career, I dedicated myself full time to the demo coach business because I wanted to help other people learn to give more compelling and memorable presentations and product demos. I really wanted to help people connect with other people And that's what good pitching is. It's not transactional. It's about building relationships. I thank you, our listeners, for giving us part of your day and for giving us a chance to connect. If you or someone you know wants to be part of The Pitch Elevator Season 2, please contact us at hello at thepitchelevatorshow.com or visit our website. If you're interested in hearing more from me, you can find my book, Harnessing Your Speaking Anxiety, on the Amazon Marketplace or on my website, democoach.com. This episode was recorded and edited at Women's Audio Mission in downtown San Francisco by Veronica Simonetti along with Danny Chaparro and Jessica Mao, our assistant engineers. Our producer is Ethan Mayers. Larry Wong and Bradley King are associate producers. Mitchell Tong is our associate director of photography and Phil Alarte is our webmaster. Check out our website at pitchelevatorshow.com or follow us on Facebook or Twitter Until next time, and as always,
1: I'm Nathan Gold.